0: I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with Frank Morgan, who's the Atwell Professor of Mathematics at Williams College, and with him are Maggie Miller and Paul Gallagher, and we're talking about the double bubble conjecture. We're about to talk about it. Frank, and perhaps Maggie and Paul, can you tell us what the conjecture is?
1: So double bubble conjecture,
0: single bubbles already are beautiful
1: shapes. People look at them. They're round. People ask why. Why? And we understand that, but when two bubbles come together, you get an even more interesting shape. Now, the reason a single bubble is round is because it's the least area way to enclose given volume. And the conjecture is that that double bubble shape that you see all the time is the least area way to enclose and separate those
0: two given volumes of air. And it's no longer a conjecture, right? It's now a theorem. That's exactly right. And you were pretty involved in proving the theorem, weren't you? We used to think that this was known long before it was.
1: And I got started when I asked one of my poor thesis students to include the proof as part of his undergraduate thesis. And we talked to the mathematicians around the world who knew how to prove it. It turned out they didn't. And so that's when the whole question
0: started. Were Maggie and Paul involved, or are they involved with, like... No, they're
1: current. So Maggie and Paul are, are doing work with me this summer. It was a group of students back in 1991, I guess, that were, or before that were working on this double bubble question. And ever since then, the Geometry Group has continued this noble tradition. And this year, Maggie and Paul are looking, again, back at single bubbles, but in spaces with density, a concept that played an important role in Perlman's proof of the Poincaré conjecture.
0: Huh. And is this a program that just goes on in the summer, or is it all school year? Well,
1: mainly it focuses on the summer.
0: So we're, so I have I usually have four students around for the nine weeks
1: of our program, and then there are other faculty with their students. I think we've got a total of 31 students
0: this summer doing research in all different areas of math. Paul and and Maggie, or either one, how does it feel to do math research? Uh, It's really fun. Uh, It's really sometimes frustrating, and it feels like you spend a long time working just to find a small fact, but when you do, it feels really rewarding. Uh, Yeah, that's right. It's uh, really a fantastic feeling when you finally get to the top of that mountain after, you know, climbing for two weeks, (laughs) but then you see ahead of you. Yet another mountain to climb. so it's, it's rewarding and frustrating at the same time, but it's definitely a very good experience. So it, it, at least you're not like Sisyphus. At least you're getting to the top of one mountain. Uh, That's right. But you're right. <laughs> it does point to other directions as well. And so that was something that was definitely involved here, was undergraduate research as well as uh, opening up new research. Uh, Frank, are bubbles your life?
1: Are bubbles my life? Well, math, you know, is a very inclusive thing. It has all the elements that other departments of life have. So you can learn a lot about life, just the experience they were talking about, uh, about how when you work on something, it seems kind of hopeless sometimes at the beginning, and you just have to stay with it. Maybe if you're lucky, you get somewhere, maybe you don't. And that's a good lesson for everything you do in life, I guess. Bubbles have got to be the simplest example of what we all do all the time, which is trying to minimize or maximize something. Max, min problems, that's what students see in calculus. But if we do it all the time, businessmen try to maximize profit or you try to minimize the time it takes you to get to work, there are max, min problems around all the way. And what is more simple and beautiful than the one the soap bubble does? Just trying to minimize area for given volume.
0: And are there conjectures connected with more than one bubble coming together? Oh, so we
1: solved one problem, but every problem you solve in math produces 10 more. So you can ask about triple bubbles. That is so much harder than even in the plane, if you're just talking about regions in the plane instead of volumes in space. It was solved after the double bubble conjecture in space, and it got Wichar and Richie Ramallah, his PhD, looking at hundreds of cases. And the quadruple bubble, even in the plane, is still open, although people have done a lot of work on this.
0: A lot of conjectures, a lot of experimental evidence. And when you talk about in the plane, are those circles?
1: Well, a single bubble will be a circle, that's right. Double bubble will be three circular arcs, looking a lot like the double bubble you see in space, flat version of it. And it's known that the solutions for no matter how many bubbles you have are going to be circular arcs, median threes at 120 degrees. But there are a lot of ways you can do that.
0: That's Frank Morgan of Williams College, along with Maggie Miller and Paul Gallagher. And in part two of this interview, Frank will talk about his blog, as well as the history of the double-bubble conjecture. And Maggie and Paul will talk about the research they're doing this summer.